Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber 321, Cybersecurity Without Insanity, through three articles, two numbers, and one thing to think about. I'm Sam Glynn, and it is February 17th, 2023. This week, Anissa predicts the future, a future when even teddy bears need to be cyber aware. And we get a clear answer to the question, what did the NCSE ever do for us? So let's get into it. The first article is from ANISA, the EU Agency for Cybersecurity, which undertook an exercise in 2022 to try to predict what the cybersecurity threats of 2030 could be. Putting aside minor distractions like advanced disinformation campaigns and the risk of digital surveillance and the loss of privacy, its top 10 also includes supply chain compromise of software and targeted attacks against cross-border IT service providers. These predictions show us once again why third-party risk management and risk management of IT service providers in particular are such key themes in the EU's DORA and NIST2 regulations. In the second article, uh, we're reminded that even teddy bears are going to need to be cyber aware in the future. And that is as if the EU's DORA regulation wasn't enough to keep us busy. There is also a Cyber Resilience Act, the CRA, in the works. CRA will target any products sold in the EU with a digital element. And this would include smart speakers, password managers, operating systems, laptops, teddies and dolls if they have any online capability. It will require producers to ensure their products are appropriately secure. In other words, not like the Kayla doll that a German watchdog told parents in 2017 to destroy because of the risk that a stranger could use it to talk to their children. As an aside, Chris Horn summarised the likely implications of a Cyber Resilience Act a few months ago in the Irish Times. And the third article this week is uh, Ireland's National Cyber Security Centre, the NCSE, recently released a secure configuration framework for Office 365. Developed in coordination with Microsoft and Echo, the framework builds on the previously released public sector cybersecurity baseline standards. I know that when I see the phrase public sector, my eyes tend to glaze over. However, these are not green papers or white papers to be filed in a filing cabinet. They contain actionable guidance organised in a very logical way. I guide my clients so they baseline their security measures against a recognised security framework or benchmark. This ensures they benefit from the knowledge and experience of the whole cybersecurity industry. In future, when a client relies heavily on Microsoft 365, in other words, 95% of them, the NCSE's framework is likely to be one of our reference points. And as an aside, in the interests of transparency, I have no professional relationship with Echo, one of the contributors to this framework, but I have previously engaged the services of Ward Solutions, which is now part of the Echo Group, for a number of my clients. The two numbers this week come from a survey first published by First Trust in the US in January, and which I stumbled upon on the Seaspray Private website. 
the first number is 22.4%. And that is financial and insurance businesses were the target of 22.4% of cyber attacks in 2021, according to the First Trust survey. This puts them in second place, just behind manufacturing companies. And the second number is 12.7%. And that is professional and business services firms were the target of 12.7% of attacks in the same period, meaning that they are the third most popular targets for attacks. For the accountants and lawyers at the back of the room, that would include you. Again, in the interests of transparency, I have no relationship with C-Spray Private. I just happened to land on their website after seeing a post on LinkedIn. And the one thing to think about, and that is that staff don't care about your cybersecurity. Earlier this week, I wrote an article uh, which described the first time I ran a cybersecurity training session. I will never forget the experience. Uh, as soon as I started my own version of Death by PowerPoint, I quickly realised that many of the people in the room couldn't have cared less about cybersecurity. I explained how most attacks succeed, the importance of unique and long passwords, multi factor authentication, and other important cyber stuff. And I still remember the glazed look in their eyes. After the longest 30 minutes of their lives, we got to the Q&A and it was clear that Manny couldn't wait to leave. In fact, Manny were already standing up when one of their colleagues asked the question. Their colleague mentioned that their personal email account had been hacked a few weeks before and all of their friends had received spam emails from them. They asked how it how I thought it had happened and what I recommended they should do to prevent it happening again. Everyone who had stood up sat back down again. I explained how most attacks succeed, the importance of unique and long passwords, multi-factor authentication, and other important cyber stuff. And that glazed look in their eyes magically disappeared. More questions followed, all based on incidents that the attendees had encountered in their personal lives. I think the Q&A went on for about another 30 minutes and it actually only ended when the conference room was needed for another meeting. So my point here is, and the lesson that I learned, was that employees don't care about their employer's cybersecurity, but they care about their own cybersecurity. So if your training does not show them how to be more secure in their personal lives, don't be surprised if they aren't secure in their professional lives. That's it for this week. Until next time, take care.